welcome to 814 Grounded Podcast. Here's our host, Rachel Allen. some thoughts um, about creating intention for the new year. It's um, obviously already past New Year's Eve and the very beginning of January. And I think that that's even a better time to connect with this idea of passing time, how we honor and acknowledge the passing of time and perhaps being able to think a little deeper about what that could look like for us in our lives. and that can go deeper into our human experience, allow us to be aware where we might be repeating patterns of thought and behavior that cause us and others suffering, as well as the lessons that have shaped and formed us in overcoming challenges in the past year. So I know it's a popular thing to have this idea of resolutions that people make at the beginning of the new year. And a common one that you hear is, I wanna lose weight. And, you know, what you see, I I know I saw on social media, a lot of uh, regular gym goers are sort of having this experience where like, yeah, you know, usually I'm here and there's like three or four people and now I can't even get on the elliptical because there's all these, you know, new year's resolution people here and, but don't worry, in a few weeks they'll be gone. So there's this sort of common phenomenon that happens in our culture where, you know, we have this projected uh, better future self that we strive towards and have these lofty resolutions that often get unmet. And, you know, what goes along with that is, you know, shame, resentment, self-loathing, so on and so forth. So I want to invite us to have a different way of navigating that. And you working with intention. So for example, an intention as opposed to a resolution. And we'll use the same context, although, um, you know, when it comes to body image and all of those types of things, uh, I identify as body positive. So um, using the example of weight here, just because that's a common one that can give us a framework to think differently about resolution compared to intention. So an intention might be to have a better way of navigating um, to be healthier. So if we're looking at health, we're not necessarily looking at this idea of I need to look a certain way in this projected future image. We're looking at everything. We're looking at sleep, right? We're looking at relationships. We're looking at um, how we spend our time in, you know, who we spend our time with and you know, being a little bit more integrated in all areas of our lives when we look at something like health. So with intention, we can find ways to, you know, create a formula that can help us navigate time and, you know, having this auspicious occasion of the new year changing can be a great way to do that. And for myself personally, when I think of time, I tend to think of time as cyclical rather than linear. You know, with being in rhythm with the earth, we have these cycles that that come, you know, with the seasons. And we I live in the northern hemisphere, so the seasons are very 
pronounced where I live in southwestern Pennsylvania. And currently we're in the, you know, this really intense um, weather pattern of extreme cold and snow in, in the season of winter. And, you know, the season of spring, when, when it comes here, um, many of us are greatly relieved when we see the emergence of new life and we have the fullness of the abundance of summer and then fall here is just breathtakingly beautiful. So this idea of time being cyclical is also a, a wonderful way to pass and mark and honor the passing of time. And the moon cycles are another way, just seasons of our lives. So. I tend to not necessarily think of time as this linear um, experience, but a cyclical experience. However, marking the time of one year to the next can be a way of, of looking at that. So I will offer a formula for practice that can be helpful in working with setting intention for the upcoming year in the hope that it can support you in radical self-acceptance. And I say radical self-acceptance because what I want to invite you is to accept yourself as you are in this moment right now, not as a projected future desire, you know, desired version of yourself in the future, but radical love and self-care that starts in this moment. And this idea I shared in the first podcast, this um, idea that comes from the Buddhist teacher Zen, Zenzu Earthland Manuel, this idea of multiplicity of oneness. And another uh, teacher um, whose book I read last year, Emergent Strategy by Adrienne Marie Brown, she has a, a, a lovely way of looking at this, which is saying it in a different way, but it's the same thing. And she invites us to consider ourselves as fractals, as existing as part of the whole. And a fractal, if you're not familiar with that term, is something that exists in and of itself, but it also exists as part of the whole. So a wave in the ocean. Um, if you can picture the plant, uh, the fern plant, which we have a lot of those plants in the climate that is uh, in this part of the country. And each little part of the fern is basically a, a smaller version of the whole. So, you know, in this understanding of existing as parts of the whole, our healing, when we practice radical acceptance of ourselves, that extends beyond ourselves to impact our beloved community in the collective healing and liberation of all of us. So, I will invite you, and if you choose to have something to write on, I can um, offer some prompts for reflection. And we can also post on our social media some of the, the inquiries here that we're inviting people. So if you don't have paper and pen available to you right now, we can have that available to you for writing if you like to write. And the formula that I'm going to share with you is partially from me doing this work. I've taught workshops out with the old and with the new for years, and I haven't done one in the last year or so. And my classes this year are going to be more like a month-long version of this workshop. 
And this is also influenced by Adrienne Marie Brown and her, uh, she was just recently on the Healing Justice podcast, which is a podcast I highly recommend to those of you interested in sacred activism. So part of this is uh, drawing from her formula and part of this is drawing from, from work that I've done in the past. So looking at the past year, again, inviting yourself to reflect on the past year and thinking about things that happened in the past year, whether they were things that happened to you personally, things that happened in our country, which is, unless you're living in a cave, um, pretty flipping intense. You know, what things that happened felt heavy? What occurrences felt light? And if you are inclined to write, you might just write the prompt and then be able to come back to it later and, and just fully immerse yourself in what I call stream of consciousness writing. Writing without necessarily thinking about grammar or syntax, but just you know, coming from that deeper place of just responding authentically. And then with these occurrences, what did you learn about yourself? reflecting on this past year and bringing yourself to the present and this is the really important I think this is one of the most important questions we can ask ourselves what is your current connection in this very moment perhaps what is your current connection to personal power what is your relationship and awareness of your own self worth and dignity. What is your current connection to personal power, your own agency, your own ability to make choices and decisions for yourself? What is your relationship with your sense of self-worth and dignity? And where do you want to grow this? So this is intention. Intention can grow from here. For me, this is ultimately about liberation. Removing any barriers that prevent full participation in one's life. And of course, extending this beyond ourselves is working for the collective liberation of our species. So we take this reflection from the past year, what we want to leave behind what we want to carry forward and then examining the relationship you currently have with your own agency and I invite you here to consider a word for 2018 that can support your work of liberation and this is a practice that I've been doing for years and, and uh Another community that I share practice with, uh, Jim Donovan, 
guides us every year to find a word for the year. So this is a practice that many of us have been doing for some time, and I find it to be very helpful in setting my intention for this marking of time. So I'll share my word with you, which is commitment. So I want to be all in. My word last year was abundance. And so I will invite you to consider this word as a seed, a seed that contains the whole life cycle of the plant. The roots, the stem, the trunk, the branches, the leaves, the blossom, the fruit. And nurturing and germinating that seed is our practice. So how, how will I work with this idea of commitment? What does that look like? So inviting yourself to consider what practices will you engage in to sustain and grow your intention and work of liberation? Will it be yoga, meditation, being involved in a spiritual community of some sort? journaling, creative practices such as visual art, culinary arts, sound, music, being in nature, connecting with animals, whatever feeds and nourishes your soul. So what does this intention look like in practice with your relationship with that which is bigger than you? Whatever you call God, I call God mystery, ethics, humanity, creation, whatever language you use. What does it look like in your relationship with self, your eating and sleeping habits? What does it look like in your significant and important relationships in your community? So what I have done is taken this word commitment and I've written that, like what does that look like with my relationship with God, to be committed to mystery. You know, and, and for me that's, you know, spending time being guided by that presence, seeking that presence. So that's, you know, an example of, of what you can perhaps bring to this marking of time. And to me, this is always, and I introduce this, I teach and share practice in prison with women who are incarcerated. I teach and share practice with women who struggle with addiction. And I teach in my home studio in contribution-based classes, and I found even, you know, it doesn't matter where you are. I also teach uh, movement at St. Francis University and work with young people. But I found, interestingly enough, you know, no matter where we are in, in most places of our lives, so many people are trapped by self-judgment and self-loathing. And 
finding ways to seek clarity with kindness and compassion, to hold space for accountability for our actions where we might have caused suffering for ourselves and others, and also seeking to understand the nature of that suffering with compassion so we don't repeat the same behaviors and we unpack the beliefs that cause that. So we seek clarity with kindness and compassion. We make space for accountability for where we are unskillful and are responding from fear rather than love. So I invite you in your practice not to necessarily have this projected sort of like desirable future self that's better than what you think you are now. In this practice of creating presence, of noticing without judgment, invite yourself to be where you are now. Be aware of the tools that you have to navigate and seek clarity with this kindness and compassion. So I will invite us to end with a, a little meditation and the meditation will be uh, more of my understanding of time being cyclical than linear and I will invite us into a meditation of the four seasons and inviting qualities of these four seasons into our practice. So invite yourself, wherever you are now, to find a comfortable seat, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's seated on the floor, in a chair, lying on your back, Just becoming aware of where you are in space and time. And inviting the hands to either rest palms down, inviting sense of grounding or palms up, inviting openness and receptivity. So you decide what feels supportive to you. You're welcome to close your eyes or you're welcome to let your gaze softly focus on something. Maybe you've written a word down that's shown up for you in this meditation and you want to have a way of focusing your gaze on that word. Maybe a word has not yet shown up for you and that's okay too. And inviting yourself to Anchor into the rhythm of your breath, finding a breath cycle that feels supportive to you, bringing a little bit more air in when you breathe in, and allowing the breath to fully release when you breathe out, and the next breath arises, bringing a little bit more air in, and release. And becoming aware of the cycle of breath, that the breath itself is cyclical, that there's components to the breath, that there is a space at the top of the inhale before the exhale releases. And there's space at the bottom of the exhale before that next inhale arises. So the breath, just like the moon, the seasons, is cyclical. 
And so I'll bring us into a meditation here with the seasons and where we are now is the season of winter. So inviting ourselves to engage in the qualities of winter, this idea of rest, of inner reflection, of slowing down, being in deep time, in rhythm with the stillness of snowfall, breathing in, breathing out, qualities of rest, inner reflection. As we continue to breathe in and out, moving towards the season of spring in this part of the planet is received with so much happiness. This lengthening of the day, this emergence of new life, a season of resurrection and new hope. Breathing in, breathing out, and allowing those qualities to settle. And then moving towards the season of summer, which is longer light, less shadow. A season of abundance, a season of outward reflection and outward engagement with community season of sharing meals, sharing public space and time with beloved community, season of abundance and connection, breathing in, breathing out, and then moving towards the season of fall, and here autumn, in this part of the planet, the, the way that the earth lets go is just utterly breathtaking. What a lesson for us, us beings that hold on to attachments. This is a season of shedding, of releasing, of letting go, of dying to self, of dying to ego, breathing in, breathing out. again back to where we started. Breathing in and breathing out. And we'll end our time together with a mantra.
be filled with abundance and awareness, clarity, wisdom, and compassion. Honoring the light that exists in all beings without exception. Namaste. Thank you for listening to 814 Grounded Podcast. If you wish to see more and to interact with us behind the scenes, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle at 814GroundedPod. You can also reach us directly by emailing 814GroundedPod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this show, please tell a friend about us. That would be the greatest compliment. We would also appreciate if you would write us a review and leave a five-star rating wherever you found this podcast.